Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello there, good afternoon, and uh, welcome to your Thursday Lori and Julia show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Thank you for joining us. I want to mention real quickly that if you did not get to see us perform at Project Down and Dirty, the comedy show, well, now you can watch the show in its entirety right at the My Talk website. That's right. Just go to the homepage. You can click on Watch the Entire Show, the big banner there, or use the keyword comedy. It's absolutely free, and you can watch all of us. You can watch all of us. Yeah, <laughs> some better than yes. others. Some A lot better of people than better others. than yes. others. This is true. Yeah. Okay. okay. Oh, my God. Well, my mom will be very happy because she is, well, she stopped bugging me about it. She just gave up hope. On oh, every I'd scene same. That. People stop bugging me, too. And this will make her happy because, of course, I mean, right away I call my mom, you know, after wake up to the news that yet another mass shooting has happened. Thousands, Thousand Oaks, California. Um, and she's like, we cannot get numb to this. And I said, we're we're not going to. And then she said, Washington State in this past election just passed mm-hmm. they have the strictest, strictest gun controls laws, laws in the country. Like, okay. Sensible things like if you're on the no-fly list, you can't buy a gun. Right. If you've been hospitalized for psychiatric, whatever, domestic violence, mm-hmm. you can't, um, you know, you've been convicted of assault, domestic violence, you can't right. buy all these sensible things. And anywhere between, depending on what statistic, 66 to 76% of Americans want sensible I know they don't. It has to be introduced in the state of Minnesota. Well, I mean, yeah, it's too bad. It has to be done by a state by state level, and right. it's not something that's done for the general safety of the nation. Because this is the headline in USA Today about Thousand Oaks. It's going to shock you. Three hundred and seven mass shootings in the United States in three hundred and eleven days, <sighs> and the four of the biggest mass shootings in the last. 50 years all happened in 2018. So, I mean, that's incredibly, it's just, it's an incredible statistic. It's horrible. It's just really You know, when I was, I was reading, um, I was out and about with my mom this morning and I was reading some articles and I read about how, the bartender at this bar, which is kind of a college bar hangout place, kind of it was super busy last night. Our but friend Tanya Hart goes and hangs out this place. It's a music place. Right. It just has different nights. Yeah, it's different, different nights. It was college nights. night last night, I guess. And one of the bartenders was a guy that was also in Las Vegas. And survived that mass and shooting. And survived that mass oh shooting. God. I don't know how you 
yeah deal with that it's it's terrible it really it really it really is i mean it just 307 mass shootings in 311 days right. it feels <laughs> like we're getting numb to it. it it does well yeah I would which agree. is bad in itself yeah it yeah. really it really is so i mean and just thousands of people are are mourning the victims 12 people um were killed the shooter was a marine who came back with PSTD and um, PTSD. PT, I always say that wrong. I PTSD. Do too. I was getting mixed too. up. But he lived at his mom's. There had there had been problems like with rages and stuff. It just right. kind of. I just watched Johnny last night. The first three episodes of Homecoming. Oh. With the Julia Roberts on yes. Amazon, yeah. yes, and that is dealing, you know, oh, that's, finding that's out exactly what it's dealing with. Soldiers yeah. coming back yeah. and how to treat. Um, anyway, so that's and of course the gunman was killed. You know, a sheriff ran in to save people. He lost died. Life, yeah. He lost his life. I mean, it's just absolutely um, tragic. Uh, Tamara Maori, you know, from Sister Sister, mm-hmm. her husband's niece. So her, niece, you know, their niece was one of the victims and. I reached out to Tanya Hark. She's such a music person. Yeah. She's our red carpet buddy at the SAG Awards. And she said, yeah, I was just going to go to Borderline last week. Oh. Mm-hmm. I mean, because Thousand Oaks is, you know, I mean, it's, it's all right Cal- by LA. Yeah, yeah, it's all yep. Calabasas. Well, right there, and yeah. it's, yeah, it would be kind of like, anyway, it just, it just, yeah, it it's really sad. is it's just so heartbreaking. Sad. It is. And I want, I want, I, I wish we would do something on a federal level sensible gun laws like come on if you're on a no-fly list why should you be able to buy a gun okay i mean who has a problem with that right Mm -hmm. i mean it's just that's the kind of stuff no one is looking to take anybody's guns away but Mm -hmm. maybe we don't make everything be available um and you are never gonna stop uh, something crazy i know i mean you know you can uh, there there is that but Anyway, so if, if that's why gun control now is trending on on uh, Twitter. Oh, Jules. It's, it's I just sad. I know all of us felt the same way this morning mm-hmm. when we woke sure. up to that news. Yeah. Uh, the only thing that uh, made me really and truly I, happy last night was the most amazing episode of Riverdale <laughs> ever. Okay, we've had three seasons of this great show on the CW. But last night was the flashback episode. Yeah. About all of the kids' parents and going to that same high school. God, in the you 80s. love that show. It was a Breakfast Club inspired. Yeah. I mean, Betty, as her mom, Alice, was hot as hell. Anthony Michael Hall, who was in 16 Candles, was cast as uh, Principal Featherhead in, in, yeah. in, a, in a character. Cole Sprouse's young. FP, you know, his dad, Skeet Ulrich. Mm-hmm. He, it was a definite homage to Skeet Ulrich in Scream, even the way oh. he was dressed. Okay. KJ Apa, who plays Archie, was a ringer for 90210 dad, you know, his, his dad. Um, as Alice is setting up this flashback for Betty, I'm going to tell you why we don't play this game in high school because all of us, you know, Hiram and Hermione, all of the parents, all in the town Not of Riverdale. Us. You mean Riverdale? Okay. Riverdale in yes. the town of Riverdale. She said, "You know, she said it was my junior year of high school. Phones had cords. Winona had Johnny, and everything smelled like Teen Spirit. I yeah. mean, it was just the writing was so good, and then the music, and it was all kinds of little Easter eggs were dropped into that." Uh, 
uh, show and Dancing with Myself and Forever Young and True by Spandau Ballet and Take on Me, Modern Love by David Bowie. It was just, it was, it was really like I saved it because I have to watch it again. Is that good? Oh, that's good. I mean, they just captured it. It was just so clever. Yeah, it it sounds clever. I mean, they do these shows do a lot of clever things on them. Um, yeah. Just that that Riverdale is peak this year. You love it. I just I don't peak. I I can't get myself to go back. I don't know what's wrong. Well, I just can't. I watched All American last night on the CW. I'm still loving that one. Good, that one's still making I'm you happy. I'm still loving yeah. that one. I went and had a lovely. Uh, Dinner at W.A. Frost. Oh, I love that place. That place, I love that place. I worked there, and yeah. I just, I was thinking about I had my wedding reception to Casey there, yes. my luncheon reception there. I remember that. It's I just, just, that place so pretty is lovely, and, and the bar is so lovely, and they have all the different areas there that are so absolutely yeah. lovely. And the food. Great. Yeah. Great. That, that yeah. has been the consistent thing with that oh, place, Oh, it's just it? so fun. Donnie, you've and I have there, a, I have oh, a so favorite yeah. new drink, the mm. Negroni. Mm. Stephanie Hansen drinks that, and Hello. I was out with her a couple weeks ago, and I had that. And that is, you just, it's one, you nurse it, it's, it's like a Manhattan almost. You know, yeah. it takes... I think it's Italian. I think it was... Well, yeah, it's with tequila, Campari, and I can't think of the third ingredient. Are you sure about the tequila? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Positive. Really? I always just thought it was uh, Campari and soda, but that maybe no, it's, it's Campari and soda. Yeah, it could be. That's a called Campari. something else. Yeah, I think. It's, and you have to get used to that Campari uh, yeah. taste. Mm-hmm. If you just have that solo. Yes. Anyway, all right. Listen, we I, we know we have to move on and just get back to our show, but um, I it just it's just yeah, it was really sad. Sad another sad day in America. We come back. It's our story. We can't get enough of. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us on this Thursday. So we were getting good couch last night from the late night people. We had Chris Pine on Colbert, Sarah Jessica Parker on with her buddy Seth Myers, and Melissa McCarthy on Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, how fun. I didn't watch any late night last night. Yeah, let's, Good lineup. It was a, just a good lineup, and I don't even know who was on. I didn't have time to watch Corden or Fallon, you know. And well, I, what are you doing then? You should have watched yeah. them all. Well, I know, with Riverdale, I, the, the Housewives of New Jersey, Atlanta, I didn't, and I didn't Dallas. See, I didn't see New Jersey last night, but I did peek at Andy Cohen's show uh, this morning to see what Teresa, because Teresa Judice was on, and she's overinflated her so her face so much with so many fillers, she's unrecognizable. There's there's a problem there. There with, is a with problem housewives there. and lip injection, cheek injections. I everything. I, 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 she already has the littlest forehead in the world, and now she's got gigantic lips, and she's got so much filler in her cheeks that her eyes are like right underneath her eyebrows. It was very distracting. I had to erase it. <laughs> wow! <laughs> I, I couldn't even honestly, erase it. No, but this is I, I this is a problem. Like, I'm ah! just wondering because when you. We don't see it in the Midwest like we do on the coast. But, but I think when people are on TV, they are highly critical of themselves and they let ah. themselves get talked into or they use their magnifying mirror. Which the minute is, you want to get fat injections in your cheek, Lori, you no, need to call me first. I, no, well, well Dr. Dr. C Dr. would never do he it. He would never do it. But I just, these people don't look like themselves. I know it. I know it. All right, so Chris Pine, who did look like himself, and he is promoting. He's yummy. He is promoting uh, Outlaw King. And as we heard over and over again because we like to remind you we see him full frontal in yes. outlaw king but 
It's just a brief scene where he's bathing and we see a glimpse of the pine tree. Mm-hmm. It's actually That's at cute. one hour. Pine tree. Yeah. So let's yeah. listen to him uh, talk to Colbert about. I hope first, he talks about what it's about versus that. Well, we're going to. Which one is the accent? Do that. Which yeah. is harder for you, Boston or, or Scottish? They're both angry people. Uh, they're. <laughs> They're both, uh, they're both, you know, it's one of those things that they're not only accents, there's like a culture around the accent. It's a very, it's like the religion of the accents of these particular places. So sure, sure. you want to, you want to do justice to the people and to the, to the culture. And, um, did you I, have to do it in front of Scottish people? What do you, <laughs> what do you think I was doing the whole time? I don't know. You're actors. I don't know what they, anybody. they, they dubbed me. Yeah, no, um, I did and I could, I, Here's the thing: when you're surrounded by a bunch of gruff men with uh, with steel, sharpened steel, you try to do your best at all times, mm-hmm. and then look down and run away ashamed when you feel like you failed them. Um, but everybody is like, you know, they, they feel like they have the PhD of 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 the Scottish accent or of the Boston accent. You know, I have a. I, you know, I have the North Hollywood brogue, so I don't, I don't come from sure. particular. You are, you sound American. I, I'm about as, I'm about as, uh, as white as they come. And he looked like such a dandy. He had a three. He loves piece, his three-piece suit. Brown tweed suit. He looked like a hot Scottish professor pocket with the little the pocket square. Yes, yes. And of course, the movie is about. Robert the Bruce, and it's just a bunch of... It's, Which, it's like Braveheart. Braveheart, and Braveheart, that character is in the movie. Right. He, to, he told a story, I don't know if we're going to get that. It, it no, is, was too long. It was really long, but yeah. um, it, it bloody battles, you know, period Mud. piece, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Here the, he is. the Scots wanted to kick the English out of Scotland. That's right. exactly it, yes. and the war went on forever. Yep. So here we go with one more cut from Chris Pine. What would you do to practice your Scottish, uh, Scottish accent? Uh, well, uh, so I had a wonderful dialect coach, a woman who's been working in the business a long time and uh, has given great help to many people. So I worked with her for about two months before I went out to, to Scotland and every, every morning in the makeup trailer when I was uh, putting on my, uh, my uh, muddied mullet. Uh, and pieces of uh, beard. Uh, I would do uh, Shakespeare with her and, and do some poetry. And oh, did you do any of the Scottish play? Did you, did you, did you do any of the Scottish play? Yeah. The Scottish play can't say. We did. We did theater. some of the Scottish play. Uh-huh. We did. Uh, what do we do? Henry V. We did some Hamlet. Did you do any tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow? Creeps on this petty uh, pace from day to day until the last couple of weeks. Can you do it in Scottish? No, don't put me on the spot like that. <laughs> man. It's my job. Tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow creeps on this petty pace from day to day until the last syllable of recorded time. I don't think that's that so bad. Not that too bad. bad. I didn't Not yeah, because one of the things we've heard about it is that he doesn't have that great of an accent. Well, but I, I, thought that I, was I think pretty... the problem in the movie is it sort of comes and goes. Well, that well, could that. be. Well, here he is because the last... This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This guy who got a lot of attention for full frontal nudity was Michael Fassbender in a movie called Shame, which was about sex addiction. And, uh, yes, it was. Um, did anyone and you saw it? Right? Donnie I saw it. did. I saw it. And basically, I never saw it. The, the 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 story about it was, uh, dear Lord, he's hung like a horse. Is was basically <laughs> was what the Michael Fassbender uh, was saying. Oh, so here's no. Chris Pine talking about his. Nude scene and his pine tree in this yeah. movie. The outlook. Did you guys paint yourself blue or anything like that? Any of that stuff? <laughs> no, there's no. There's none of that. Anybody fight naked or anything none, like that? None. <laughs> you're naked no. in this movie. I, I heard. Naked. I am naked. I heard I that naked. you're naked. I am naked in the- and like fully naked <laughs> throughout the whole film. No, no, it's just the, the one film. scene, and it's. I hear it's not very long. The scene. The oh. scene is not. <laughs> Ready, set, beard. <laughs> you would beat me. Well, thanks for being here again. All right, man. Nice and he told uh, this told BBC Radio yesterday, you know, in another interview, I know a lot has been made about being me nude. Quite honestly, I'm only naked. Well, it's no fast bender situation right. because he was on screen for right. a long time. I think this scene with Chris Pine, he's coming up out of the water. Yes, yeah. he's been bathing, I think. Is bathing or something. But he said, he goes, listen, I, I'm i not intimidated by Fassbender. I'd certainly match him. Yeah. So he's putting up yeah. his, uh, you know, pine tree up against that. But well, the know. reviews on this, so this is going to be airing on on Netflix, right? We need a side by side ruling to make any kind oh, of for comparison. crying out loud, Lori. I'm moving on <laughs> okay, to what sorry. to what it's getting rated. It's rated R, obviously. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Two hours and seventeen minutes, long time, very violent, very big commitment there. Mm-hmm. Um, 57% Rotten Tomatoes. But how many critics is that? Like I five? don't even know. Rolling well, Stone. Well, it says right there. Well, I'm not on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh. Rolling Stone gave it um, three and a half out of four. Is this going to be in the big screen or on No, Netflix? it's on Netflix, I believe, isn't it? It, it does have a limited theatrical release. So. Netflix is doing that for any sort of awards consideration. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So there watch you go. it on Netflix. All right. So there you go. So there, but Chris Pine... If you haven't seen the movie Come Hell or High Water from 2016. Oh, that's a great movie. Great movie. And, and he's great in Wonder Woman. Yeah, oh, he's wonderful yeah. in Wonder Woman. But, I mean, we really like... He's just, lovely. He's lovely. He yeah, is he's lovely. a lovely guy. And I like his Scottish dandy outfits. And then Sarah Jessica Parker, bless her heart, she is really working hard to get people to go and see her depressing movie, it sounds like, called Here and Now, where she plays this established jazz singer 24 hours in her town, New York City, and she's diagnosed basically with like stage four brain cancer. Exactly. Yeah. And she sings. Do we have it? And we don't have enough time. We don't have enough time. When well, we, really we come back, we can, when we come yeah. back, we will hear Sarah Jessica Parker. I don't think she sang on anything since she was in Annie. I might be wrong. I don't know. But I don't ever remember I'm her. I'm sure she singing. can sing. Well, I don't ever remember her singing in anything. We'll find out. I know. We're going to hear her when we Uh come back. But doesn't that movie sound depressing here and now?
Well, so many movies are depressing. I know. It's Renee Zellweger is in it, Taylor Kinney. All right, we'll be right back. is the My Talk Now trending report. What's happening right now? Trending online this afternoon would be National STEM Day. Uh, That is honoring people who are involved in science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. Also, Ruth Bader Ginsburg trending. According to a U.S. Supreme Court spokesperson, the uh, justice is recovering after fracturing three ribs in a fall last night. Also, trending online this afternoon would be Ashley Tisdale. The former Disney star released her new song, Voices in My Head. This is her first single from her upcoming album called Symptoms. And she last released music back in 2009 so it's been a long time since the tiz has released anything new and also trending would be Dwayne wade and gabriel union they have welcomed uh their first child to the family congratulations to them awesome. that's yeah that's what's trying to hear my talk all right here's your forecast uh snow likely tonight but don't panic it's less than an inch but still 24 the low tonight cloudy tomorrow you okay holly okay uh cloudy tomorrow uh 27 for There's no room in war for feelings. Me too. Hey everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, Julia is massively researching all the singing as Sarah Jessica Parker she, has done in his, her career. I can't remember any of it. Well, she which, started out. I know um, Annie. Annie. Right. Yes, on Broadway. And then she also. And wasn't she the first Annie? Yeah. Yeah. And she's so cute. And she sang on the Bob Hope special with the dog. Oh my god! I know it. And Did then she, she singing square pegs. I don't know if yeah. she's singing square pegs. She's singing Glee. She's singing uh, the way you look tonight. And Donnie has it. She's singing Hocus Pocus. So what? What do we have, well, Donnie? Okay, so this uh, is her. Well, what do you want? Let's hear, let's because um, she told uh, Seth Meyers last night that you know doing this jazz singer that she's this established singer uh, coming to terms with this life altering news right. And, it's the, the guy who directed this movie is a French director, and she said his name, but she said he was very much, you know, inspired by you know French films. And I guess Rufus Wainwright wrote this song. Oh, okay. Um, for the movie Here and Now, so let's let's take a listen. Sometimes I feel like my heart turns to dust. Unfollow the rules. Unswallow the trust. Sometimes I feel it's spoken word. Like my brain turns. <laughs> but we have to wait. I'm sure there's a crescendo or something. Actually, something has to happen. There isn't. No. There has to be something. Uncover the thieves of the game. Sometimes I read. Okay, let's go to the other and one. So she, on and she like explained that, that this. French director wanted this sort of breathy version of a song. He so, did it. Yeah, she yes. said it's very different kind of singing, but it's okay. an original song. Donnie did post the trailer. Yeah. All right. Let's, yeah. let's try. I just want to hear in a couple okay. others. So okay. If, uh, the you way go, you look tonight. Yeah, on Glee. Oh, I have that. Okay, here we go. I remember her being on Glee. Someday when I'm awfully low. 
very breathy very and girlish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, I, like, I mean, I like it. It's yeah. a very distinctive, you know, kind uh-huh. of... Uh, kind of breathy. Kind of breathy, breathy. The sun will come out. <laughs> yeah, tomorrow. <laughs> Maybe Which, that's... Do you think that's what Meg Ryan is saying, that the sun has come out? I do love how I she, want the sun to come out in Minnesota. I know, but do, oh my don't gosh. you love it that she did a hand-drawn thing of a boy and a girl stick figure holding hands and just wrote engaged? I absolutely love it. So she's she's 56. He's 65. Did I read that yes. right? So John Cougar Mellencamp. John Mellencamp. I know. No one has called him Cougar since the 80s I except have. you. Mm-hmm. This will be his fourth time down the aisle. They'll probably go to City Hall or just get married in a backyard or something. This will be only her second. She's just married to Dennis Quaid. And um, he told Howard Stern just last year, oh, women hate me. I love Meg Ryan. She hates me to death. She just doesn't want anything to do with me. And I can't blame her. And Howard said, why does she hate you? And he said, I have childlike ways. Mm -hmm. I throw fits. I gripe. I complain. I'm moody. Every bad thing that a fella can be, that's me. Mm -hmm. And he smokes Nonstop. I don't think she minds that. No, because she's a smoker too. But mm. it was the long distance because he moved back to Indiana, right? And she's a New Yorker, mm-hmm. and so I'm they, happy for these kids. I am kids. so they, hacky. They hacky. hacky. You're hacky, which it's means happy. you're happy and happy and khaki and, and, and engaged. Know. Yeah, there you go. Hacky. Isn't his daughter in one of those housewife shows? Yes, yes. Uh, Teddy. 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 There we go. Yeah. She is in um, the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills yeah. and. Married to a guy who I just think uh, is weird. Weird. He's, he's weird. He's a weird guy. Yeah. I, I don't get I, I He's weird like Eddie Judge, Tamara's husband, is weird. There's just something off. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. But but she anyway. has, and, and um, you know, Meg Ryan has the 26-year-old son, Jack, who's been starring in some things. We've seen him things with well, Dennis Quaid. Well, the last Craig. thing we saw him in was Vinyl. That's the last thing oh, I remember seeing yeah, him in with Bobby Cannavale. <laughs> and then she has um, she adopted a daughter. Um, I don't know how old her daughter is, but yeah. you always see her out and about with her. Yeah. So good for them. Yes, Mazel. Very nice. And mazel. Sleepless in Seattle is coming uh, back to the movie theaters the weekend of December 2nd because it's 25 years ago. <laughs> oh. So what was 25 years ago? Eight, seven, 18? No, what year are we? 18? I'm not helping you. I'm not helping you. 98 minus um, 5. Keep going. 93? 92. 92 or 93? 93. 93, 93 I had it 93. right. Mm-hmm. Uh, single. Married. Single. Married. Yeah. <laughs> single, mingling in the travel business. We know fun. each other. By the way, the first uh, uh, Annie actually was Julia. You know the name, Audrey Andrea. Oh, Andrea McDonald. McCardle. McCardle. That was she it. She was the first one, and then SJP was the second so, one. Yes. Yeah, the second one. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we remember when we were at the Beverly Hills Hotel in January, and it was the night we were on our high because we'd met Donna Mills. But oh. when we were leaving mm-hmm. to go somewhere else, walking into the hotel was Mohammed Hadid, who you see. Gigi and Bella Hadiz and the former yeah. housewives. Well, husband. Shiva, yeah, and Shiva, his girlfriend, who uh, I really got to know and love on the second Wives Club on VH1, which I, of course, watched. 
Only you. I know. And, and my sister. My one sister. Okay. So, so he... You guys were talking. I saw you guys. I'm like, I don't we, even know who these people are. Yeah. He's very distinctive. He kind of looks like a lion. He's got all this hair. Yeah. His long, skinny legs. Obviously, he's got money. Beautifully dressed. Beautifully they dressed. They were very nice. And uh, my, my sister, you know, can I get a picture with you? And they were really nice about it. But we didn't cover this story. But two days ago, the Daily Mail had... And with the text, the receipts, and everything, all this business between Muhammad Hadid, Gigi and Bella's dad, he's 70, with a 25-year-old aspiring Polish Instagram model who he slid in on her DMs three years ago, and they've been bang, bang, banging their way all around the globe. And While he's dating this other woman. He's been engaged to Shiva for five years. Oh, I didn't know. Okay. And oh, how yeah. old is Shiva? Shiva is, um, I think she's 36. Yeah, she's 36. They've been engaged since 2013, okay? And this Polish model gives the receipts to the Daily Mail of 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 Mohammed. Uh, um, and it started off with just explicit, you know, DMs back and forth on Instagram. She said, and she said, sometimes he'd ask me to send him naughty pictures. And of course I, I did because I see nudity as part of art. He was quite oh, interested. For crying out loud. And he liked me a lot. And then she shared all the race, the things he wrote back. You are a good girl. And do you want to call me daddy? You. And <gasps> they, and, and also uh, that he wanted to eat pierogies off her body yeah. because she's Polish. <laughs> and on the same, Day that the Polish model, and I mean, they, she's got the receipt. She's got yes. photos of yes. both of their accounts going back and forth. The same day that that happens, Shiva, in another interview, told um, the Daily. Um, oh yeah, it was Daily Mail. No, no, yeah, she yeah, yeah. gushed about how effortless their relationship was. Yes. How, that it's so, um, and it was his 70th birthday when the Polish model and Shiva both decided to pay tribute in an awkward, different way. Um, <laughs> baby, I love you and adore you. Happy birthday, my sweet love. It, we have such an effortless relationship on the same day. Effortless means um, no work. Well, well no. I re- yeah, thank you. I don't know. <laughs> Effortless relationship. And then... No, he's having an affair the entire time. The entire time. And the Polish he's model... He's really handsome. He's very handsome. The Polish model also says to the Daily Mail that most of their sex, when they had sexy time, because he would like fly, you know, private meter at the Budapest Sofitel sure. or whatever. Yep. Most of the time their sex was interrupted or their bath time was interrupted by Shiva constantly calling him and he had to always answer the phone no matter what they were doing. I'm so disgusted right now. Yeah. Daddy's on a short leash, but not really. Can I tell you the <laughs> engagement ring that he gave Shiva? Oh, it's gigantic. It's it's a it's an ice cube. Yeah, it's I know. a cube. And he's good friends with Lisa Vanderpump and the city of Beverly Hills hates him because, because he, he built always that house. He goes he just says screw the zoning laws and he knocks down things and, and he takes sue over me later. Yeah. But it's all in Bel Air and Beverly yeah. Hills where everybody yeah. is paying, you know, whatever a million Remember dollars a year. Remember that house he built yeah. that is yeah. is now kind of like I saw the house, a hotel something on the Second Wife's Club. I mean, I can see why Shiva must be overlooking a lot, but this is why you can't be engaged to a rich old man for five years. They're not going to be faithful to you. 
He's got a jet and tons of money. He's going to lie and say things like, oh, everything is perfect. Why ruin it by being married? What he's really saying is everything is perfect. Why ruin it? I can. T- I want to have my cake and my pierogi, too. Exactly. <laughs> I want to have my Preferably pierogi. off her body. Yes. Right. Oh. I love it. Radio silence on all social media from Mohammed, Shiva, of course, Gigi and Bella aren't going to say anything. Yolanda is rolling her eyes because this is exactly why she left him, even though she herself was engaged to David Foster for like five years before he finally was like, okay, let's get married. I don't understand these five-year engagements to an old man. Well... You got to tie that 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 stuff down. So let's just say Shiva doesn't want kids. She doesn't want kids, but the thing is, is that he's an old goat, an old Randy goat with a lot of money. I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And he's handsome. She doesn't care. She does care. She cares deeply. This is a big topic on the Second Wife's Club because one of the girls was going through a thing where her surgeon husband Uh had a mistress ensconced at a fancy hotel. And Shiva was just always, at least Mohammed and I, he's had all of his, that was always sort of a running thing was that he has sowed all of his oats. Mm -hmm. And they're so Well, here's what Shiva, who's 38, says. I don't think I can look at anyone's relationship and say I would like ours to be more like theirs. I like my relationship because of us. It just works for us, and we are both so happy. Well, she was It's oblivious. easy and yeah. effortless. I wouldn't want to change anything about that. Different conversation. She's today. so content. I know. I know. I feel bad for her. Anyway, awkward. All right, listen, we come back. Um, we're going to go down a musical gossip, Nostalgic Road. Hey, everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. I don't know who's singing that song, but I like it. That's Imagine Dragons. I said that. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. The one we mm-hmm. listened to yesterday. Mm-hmm. It's already grown on us. It's already grown mm-hmm. on us. Okay, so. So last week we chatted about Justin Timberlake's new Is that what you're calling book. it? Yeah, we chatted Wait, about Is it. that what you're calling Hindsight it? Hindsight and all the stories that uh, I want to tell differently now. I don't know what the rest of the title You're is. You're so bad. We had a fireside chat about Justin. You you professed your love about well, him. Yeah. Remember how, the, no, we talked about the story, how he told and sanitized and cleaned up his version of he and Jessica Beale's romance. And that basically that it was, they were soulmates from the minute they met and they never left each other's side. When in reality, they were on together, off together for five years mm-hmm. while he dated Cameron Diaz, Olivia Munn. And uh, he dated Cameron Diaz before he met her. Did yes. He? Yeah. yeah. Well, um, apparently um, when he, you know, he did meet Jessica Biel at this speakeasy in Hollywood and she was the only one who laughed at his joke. That story, I believe. And I believe he would be attracted <laughs> to somebody like that. He, but and then he invited her on the two route bus, even though he was dating Cameron Diaz at the time. And then he and Beale. Jessica Beale. So he invites her on the tour bus. I assume they make out. That's, you know, code. 
come on my tour bus. Let's get out of the. Is that code? Yeah, let's. Yeah, privacy. Mm-hmm. You know, you hang the sock <laughs> on the door or whatever. And then you hang the sock on the door. On well, that the was door. That, that, in college. college. <laughs> that was college. Yeah, that was, was it. What yeah. you guys did? Yeah, I've never. You'd hang a crew sock on the doorknob. Oh, for crying out loud! Of the whatever room you were in. Right, I was still virgin. Occupied. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. it kind of was, you know, hanging there. So <laughs> yeah, okay. So anyway, then he and Jessica Biel reconnected at the Golden Globes. When Cameron Diaz was at the Golden Globes and he had just broken up with Cameron Diaz. Okay. Okay. So anyway, um, Olivia Munn told a story about uh, being at a party with the guy who disappointed her and the advice Jamie Foxx gave her afterwards. She I remember. Never, yeah. She never said the guy, but the right. guy was Justin Timberlake. She's not going to say it publicly, but let's go back to Gossip Nostalgia Fall of 2010. An excellent year. I believe we had snow. Us Weekly was being run by Janice Min. They actually had a staff of like a hundred entertainment. They did, and she she claimed on our show once that she she was behind every story. Yeah, and Us Weekly in 2010 had the same respectability of people. It did. It did. Okay, Mm -hmm. so the the cover of the magazine Justin caught cheating. Let me see the picture. Okay. Justin caught cheating. Timberlake has a steamy three-day affair with Livia Munn while Jessica's 3,000 miles away. So, Justin, the story is that Justin Timberlake told Olivia Munn that things were over between him and Jessica Biel when they hooked up. And then they hooked up, you know, because yes. he said it's over with us. But then Olivia Munn found out by asking around, oh, things were not over right. with Jessica Biel. And she confronted Justin Timberlake. And he insisted, okay, we're not officially broken up, but it's dying and it's just a matter of me seeing her again so I can tell her officially it's over. Even though, of course, there's phones, cell phones, texts. But he says, tells Olivia, I'm going to break up with her in person. Olivia, after a three-day romp at whatever lovely hotel they were staying at, mm-hmm. figured out that she'd been played and she walked away. Justin Timberlake's rep denied it the whole time. But if you remember, Justin and Jessica broke up a few months later for a few months, like three, four, five months, and then they got back together and then they got married a year after that. I feel like I'm fi- following a bouncy ball, but here was the best part of the story. Hashtag never forget. No, no, that's you. <laughs> the best part of the story was... She was at this party. She saw Justin kind of flirting with his ex-girlfriend that he said he broke up with. And she decides she's going to leave the party. And she runs into Jamie Foxx, who's coming in and says, yeah. hey, where are you going? Yeah. And she says, I got to go. I'm kind of upset. You know, something's happening. And he said, don't be upset over that, honey. Um, you know, stay focused because she had just moved to L.A. Yeah, 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 yeah. She yeah. had just moved to L.A. And, and it's Justin Timberlake and he's and putting the moves yes, on you. And, he, and she spent the time with him and she's thinking, oh, my gosh, this is all working out yeah, so great. Great. And he said, don't focus on the relate that guy, whatever it is. Whatever he's saying about what if is yeah, he on or off Focus on girl. if you, and you say here, why'd you come to L.A.? Yeah. To advice. be an actress, not to follow a guy. Good advice. And then that's what she did. I know it. I can't think of anything she's been. <laughs> oh, well, she's 
some of these people just are all they blend together. Yeah, they do. It's like they, they just do blend, blend together. together. But, uh, I know she dated Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, and she's been she's been in some movies and she was in Predator the last that she was making the rounds on the right. talk show. Yeah. She's circuit. quite was, lovely. Yeah, she's beautiful. She was good in newsroom. She was yeah, good she in newsroom. Yeah, she was good. I liked Sloan, that show. The oh. financial. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, by the way, yesterday Joni Mitchell turned 75. They I had know. a big party for her. Mm. Many people were in attendance. Tell me who was there. Was um, Joni there? Yes, Joni okay. was there, and it was really, she was wearing uh, Issey Miyake, a designer that she's always worn, you know, kind of flowy. The flowy, yes. And um, anyway, uh, it was, uh, a lot of people were there, and I forget, you know, I always love I how much Prince loved Joni Mitchell, and he always mm-hmm. said she inspired him for his songwriting. And at Paisley Park this year, when we saw this um, video of him singing A Case of You, which is a Joni Mitchell right. song, and the lyric, I could drink a case of you, darling, and still be on my feet, mm-hmm. might be my very favorite lyric. Like, rom- what a romantic lyric. I could right. drink a case of you, darling, and still be on my feet. Mm-hmm. Or her other, I love you when I, f- I love you when I forget about me. And that's another. I think I'm falling. Big hit for her. Yeah. Yeah, what a voice. And of course, she wrote both sides now, which was oh. a hit for Judy Collins. That's, That's my right. Favorite. That's right. Oh, so pretty. Anyway, so she was 75 yesterday. Missy Elliott, Mariah Carey, and, and uh, she, Missy Elliott's the first female rapper to be nominated for the Songwriter Hall of Fame. She's written 50 songs. Sonny looked it up today, yeah. and I'm like, a wow. Lot, yes. yeah. That is a lot of Chrissy songs. Chrissy Hind has been nominated. Vince Gill, Cat Stevens. I can't believe, can't Cat, believe Stevens Cat Stevens is, is not in the Songwriter Hall of Fame. The Eurythmics. Tommy oh, really? James. You have to have written hit songs for at least 20 years. That's okay. the criteria. And All right. six people will be inducted. And, of course, Missy Elliott has written songs for Beyonce and Whitney. and uh, But she's the first female rapper Um to be nominated for that. Good for her. And Wendy Williams was dissing Mariah Carey and trying to say that she doesn't write any lyrics, that she just comes in and changes a few things. But she wrote all the lyrics for All I Want for Christmas. Well, that's Maybe one she might have had a <laughs> Those song were the best writer. lyrics ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I, I think I don't that. Know what she does. Yeah. I think, I don't think that's a. I think Mariah, Mariah has written songs. Mm-hmm. We can't name them off the top of her head. We need our radio no, Google we, we, people. We don't know how much of the songs she no, wrote. No, I know, but if you get a songwriting credit. Of course. You know, yeah. royalties. Anyway, that's what I'm calling the people who are correcting us out in Radio Land and are tweeting us. It's Radio Google. Love that, Lori. Thank you. I'm going to write that down. Thank you. (laughs) We'll be right back.